Hey yo, what's up everybody? Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Right out of Chicago, Romer launched a work from home clean skincare line that covers all your skincare needs with three easy steps to follow. Here's why you should check them out. Simple ingredients and effective results. It's a perfect upgrade if you're still washing face with that bar soap or that drugstore face wash. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our Weavecast listeners 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. That's code LISTENER15 on their website, RomerSkincare.com. Impress your partner and get happy skin. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Weebcast. Yes, 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 yes. You've made it another week. I know it's been long, but look, speaking of, look, you don't have to wait week to week to week for your favorite Weebcast episodes. You can get these episodes, these episodes on Friday, two days earlier, and a ton of other extra shows exclusively on Patreon. All you gotta do is patreon.com Weebcast show, and you can check out, I'm, I'm gonna be bringing a total of four shows a week, including um the weekly friday show they can get early on there on the patreon so that's gonna be five five whole shows and um right now we're all kind of building it right now i'm 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 working with somebody right now trying to build up some ideas and so far um one of the four shows have already started premiering on patreon and that's called is it worth watching um, I don't want to go too much into it because if you do, you can check out all. You can, I'll let you know where you can find it. You can find it on my Patreon, patreoncom forward slash show. It's on my it's on my uh, it's on my Twitter in the bio. Check it out. But that's one of the four shows that's going to be coming on every single week. And there's three other shows that I so I cannot wait. I got Anime Slanderer. I got um, um, Clap Clap Character Review, and then I got the fan centric episode. Uh, which name pending i don't have a name if you guys got a name let me know but uh, the fourth show is going to be in uh, when i take questions from instagram twitter about all things anime and manga and i spend about a half an hour maybe a little bit less than that just answering them just a funny entertaining relaxed laid back kind of show um well in the first few episodes i'll be taking questions and answers questions from um, like I said, Twitter and Instagram, and then when we start building up, I've only I'm only going to be taking them exclusively from my patrons and all that good and stuff, um, or do like a mix. Um, so like I said, those four sh- one show's already running. Is it worth watching? Um, right now, there's already two episodes already up there uh, for my all access weaves and the uh, VIP weaves. Um, so we got one show. I already got one show running. The three other shows are going to be coming up sometime in the future. I mean, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Um, you know, I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to say that for a Patreon exclusive episode because I don't want to reveal that too much information here. Um, not on a regular episode of Weavecast, but look, look, still a great show because there was something that hit me, something that, that happened, what, last Saturday, almost a week ago. Um, you've probably seen it on Twitter. You've seen it on Tumblr. You've probably seen it on Instagram. Yes, if you can tell by the title, Eden's zero yes more information has come out about eden zero and i want to dig all into that um and kind of get you guys caught up a little bit about eden zero um because there was one thing that i saw was pretty interesting there was a lot of people on my on my twitter that did not know too much about eden zero they were asking oh is that happy why is happy there why does she kind of look like um why does she kind of look like lucy what the the hell are they related it look I'm going to get on to that and a lot more into this episode. I'm going to talk about Eden Zero, the new news that came out last Saturday and all that good and juicy stuff. But before we get into that, like I said, make sure you guys hit up me, hit up me, your lovely host, the, the host of Weebcast, the number one anime and manga show on the internet, Weebcast. Hit me up on uh, Twitter at Base Senpai if you want to get all my Weeb thoughts and ideas and all that good and juicy stuff. And also hit the show up on Instagram, here on Instagram at Weebcast TV a great place to get it um, if you like instagram i can hit it up anywhere you guys want that's what we do here we we like to we like to um mm, versatile that's what the word we like to we like to be versatile um 
but let me let me not waste any more guys time let me go right into it um fairy tale director shinji ishihara returns as chief director for the new anime a tgs 2020 live stream for hero mashima's eden zero manga franchise revealed the main staff and april 2021 premiere on sat uh, this last saturday for the television anime adaptation of the manga and this anime is going to air on ntv uh, and all of its affiliates um like i said shinji ishihara is coming back He's the he's the anime director for Fairy Tail and Log Horizon, which was one of my favorite um, game centric animes. You know, like the Sword Art Online and all that stuff. Log Horizon is a incredible show, underrated, needs to be talked about more. Not a lot of people talk about it, but for pe- talk to anybody who's actually seen Log Horizon, they'll let you know that um, they probably prefer it over Sword Art Online. At least the mainline sort of online series, um, and Shinji Ishihara is going to be working with his with his staff at um, JC Staff, um, and JC Staff um, they've been they've been around the block. They've been around, and they've done a number. You probably you probably have seen a JC Staff produced anime. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. They've done things from the likes of. Oof, a cell world um arc the land animal yell um bakuman all three seasons Basculus, bleach they did an episode of bleach i think it was episode 319 um blood sea uh bungo stray dogs busco Rankin. they did the uh i think they did the 3d stuff with bungo stray dogs case closed in between animations car fight vanguard they did some of the background works for there um a certain magical index, a certain magical scientific accelerator. They did backgrounds, photography, production, um, Cowboy Bebop. They did the in-between animations for Cowboy Bebop. Um, also for Darker Than Black, um, not only the first season, but also the Gemini of the Meteor as well. Um, Doro, uh, Doro Hedro. They did uh, key animations for a few, ep- for about, I think, one or two episodes in that. Um, they are a competent staff uh team and who have done brilliant things and very small with very and very small and very big and small animes um they pretty much tighten up the look you know they make the they make the 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 things that we take for granted for in a lot of our favorite animes um they do great like i said the in-between animations transitionings backgrounds um and and key animations just for certain for last episodes in between episodes season finales and things of that nature uh, so we have a this is great i think this is all good news and it gets a little bit better because also we have uh, yushi suzuki who's the episode director for fairytale season three well it's going to help direct um it's going to help direct the anime uh mitsusakura hirota who's done zoid's wild rent a girlfriend which i'm going to be talking about rent a girlfriend Trust me, trust me. There's going to be a special Rental Girlfriend episode, especially on Patreon. But yeah, <laughs> um, which which guys have you guys seen that that show? Is it not one of the greatest shows of this year? I can't wait till we get to the end of 2020 where I do my top 20 animes of the of 2020 because Rental Girlfriend um, is a strong, strong, strong contender to be in that top five. To be honest, it's. It's it, it's so good. And if you guys haven't seen, it, you guys have got some time. I'm checking the watch. You guys have time to watch. You guys better watch Rent a Girlfriend. Um, but we have yeah, Misuzaka Hiroto is going to oversee and write the series script. Um, and then Yuta Sako, um, who's done key animation for Food World, Third Plate, um, will design the characters for animation. Um, but the live stream also revealed some awesome, exciting more information. The character designs and the cast for Shiki, Rebecca, and Happy are our trio and the main trio for the for the manga series and the upcoming anime series um they will have uh takuma terashima um will be the voice for shiki kuran bell and um pretty sure he's on twitter too he's at um axel one on twitter i believe i always forget i I don't know what don't tell me why i know that it's just random information in my head but um but he's been I'm trying to think of some of the things he's played as, um, Baby Steps, as Kojiro Kageyama, 
Baka and Test as Kubo. He's been in Beyblade the Burst series as Cisco. Um, I think he was also in Metal Fury as well, but I'm not quite sure what uh, what character he's played as. Um, he's been in the uh, Kogias OVAs as Ashley. Dorarara um, as a random yellow scarf. Uh, Fukuyama and Dorohedoro. He's even Glimpnir, which is a show that I am that I'm watching again. And God, I forgot how crazy and how I love that show. But he was in Glimpnir as Yota Murakami. Um, Log Horizon as Shiro. I mean, I think this is the main character in Log Horizon. How could I? How could I? I almost forgot about that. Um, Utuno Prince-sama as Otoyo Itoki, which is another popular character. Um, he's like I said, he's done things. He's he's done some shows you probably have watched, like Law Karaj and Kion, um, Hioka Himawadi, High School Girl, the OVA, and both seasons. Um, I think for my Haiku fanatics out there, he was in Haiku, the third season, as uh, Ita Semi. Which did, which I did not know when I saw that it was really it was kind of surprising. Oh, that's right. That's what I forgot to tell you guys. He was already a he played a guy played as Jackal in Fairy Tale in season two. In Fairy Tale two, I think in, back in 2014, he played Jackal. Um, so he he's he's been involved. So he he knows probably a little bit about um, Eden Zero and being a part of uh, the Fairy Tale cast back then. But um. Moving off to Rebecca, um, we have a uh, Mikako Komatsu playing Rebecca Blue Garden, um, and I have a few of her uh, roles as well. Um, I know I have them somewhere here. You know what? Look, hey, take a cup, take a sip of water as I <laughs> as I try to uh, find it here. That's right. That's right. Uh, he actually played Yuno's random. It's not a really big role, but he played as uh, young Yuno and Black Clover in a special episode as well. Um, she's played a characters in Case Closed. Um, I mean, Detective Conan, Fairy Gone, Food Wars, Gangster, um, Gundam Build Fighters, um, Joker Game, K, and the two mo- King Return of the Kings and K the Missing King the movie. Uh, Miss Barmaid, Misukoi, Overlord as uh, Lispringa uh, Beta, Pokemon Mega Evolution Specials 1 through 4 as Mammon, uh, I believe, um, Squid Girl, Soul Eater Nod as Eternal Feather, Ushio no Torta, in both seasons as Asako Nakamura, um, Yugi Azexel is where I think I knew her the m- I think is where my, f- I think I, my first show with her as a voice as Kotore Misuki. Um, and I think, and also Zoid's, Zoid's Wild as well as Penny. So, um, she's done work. She's probably worked or come across, um, Shiki's VA, Takuma Terashima at some point in time, which is really, so, and which is going to be important for chemistry, um, and delivering lines and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to be getting, I, I think we're, we're looking pretty, we're, we're looking pretty, um, competent on that end. And then we have, uh, Rui Akunbimiya playing as Happy. Um, I do not know off the top of my head if she's played Happy before, or she usually, or is this a new voice actor? Because I did not recognize the name when I, when I was, when I was doing research for this. Yeah, okay. You know what? She did play Happy. She's been the, she's been Happy's voice actor for a very long time, since the beginning. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we're going to be getting, look, so right now, the trio it's looking immaculate right now. Immaculate. Um, those three are going to... I think we're going to get an excellent uh, side on this anime with just voice acting alone. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this is going to be incredible. Um, but let me keep moving. Let me, let, me, let me not, guys, keep you... Uh, keep you waiting for too long. I'm sorry about that.
but um yeah so we have those three voice actors right there and i think the, the mind is also actually also inspiring a, th a 3d rpg game on consoles i'm not sure when that was i didn't get a date on that but um and a top-down rpg game for mobile devices and i think konami is developing both of those games um but that, I, just, I didn't want to just also present you the staff reveals some of the visuals would you guys need to see the visuals um i'll post them um or if you haven't seen them, i'll probably post them on twitter as the t as the time as when this episode drops uh for the public on friday um of shinky rebecca and happy i mean i don't know if you really need to see the visual happy but i mean it's it's happy it's a blue cat it's my favorite blue cat but um i really do dig shiki's design um then again i really like natsu's and i like haru's so and i've never really hated a lot of Mashima's designs to be honest I think all of them are really good and obviously you know people do this all the time where they take little inspirations from their previous works and kind of inspire them in their in their new works so I'm not saying Shiki's design is uh, revolutionary different dra you know drastically unique um, but it'll serve the purpose but it's very simple um, very simple and very you know very clean looking um and also with Rebecca Blue Garden, um, I think her design is a little weak on my on the end. I think it looks a little too much of a mix with Ellie and Lucy. Ellie coming from um, uh, Rave Rave Master, and Lucy obviously from uh, Fairy Tale. But I think Rebecca's is, is just a little too much on that Lucy side. And at least with Shiki, we kind of get a little bit more. We kind of get the the jacket, the kind of the twin tail ribbons kind of coming out from the, the back of his neck. Um, the black boots, um, at least the black hair, um, but, you know, Ellie had the light blonde hair, Lucy with the blonde hair, and Rebecca Blue got him back with a, a different, with some blonde hair as well, um, I, I will say it's parted different, at least it's styled a little bit different, um, but it's not much, it's not too different, or at least not different enough for me, for my liking, to, to like it too much. Um, but I not only wanted to bring you, just talk about the visuals, the, the upcoming date that was, this, we're going to get this anime is spring of 2021 in April. Um, the staff, the, the voice actors and all that good, all that cool stuff. I just want to talk a little bit more about Eden Zero. Just like I said, because there's not, I, I saw people on Twitter questioning about this series because they saw the visuals for the first time. They were asking questions. I was actually trying to respond to some of them, trying to give them, trying to tell them what I knew at the time last Saturday. Um, and so that's what kind of gave me like, you know what? I should spend a little time and just talking just briefly about, um, Eden Zero. Um, like I said, we got the release date. We're going to be getting, um, in somewhere in April of 2021. Uh, I remember the day, I think I remember in June 12th, it was when Hiro Mashimura took the Twitter and revealed the news that the official anime's Twitter or they refilled that Eden Zero's new Twitter account and that it was going to be animated. Um, and before then, like they had the showmakers had really kept a tight lid on the cast and the staff at the time back in this past summer. Uh, and we, like I said, and they took slowly over the course of those months to kind of reveal some or more of that. But um, th this manga has many, many original fans, many original fans. Uh, obviously, it has some carryover from Fairy to obviously. You can't avoid that. But it has developed a, a pretty original fan base uh, for the people, for the sole fact that its genre is much, much different than Fairy Tales and, and Rave Masters genres and what they kind of explored. Um, because with Eden Zero, it's a little mix of sci fi um, and mystery. Um, two things that I didn't think that Hiro Mashima had in his back pocket, um, but he decided to play them for Eden Zero, and I'm not I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him. Um, but the popularity, it's actually it will is has been rising. It's been quiet though. It's quiet, but it has been rising ever since um, Mashima revealed his new manga series back in 2018. Eden Zero has been given 11 published. 
um, or is it 11 or 12? I know it's one of the two right now. I think the 12th one's be coming out next month, I believe. But Even Zeros has has had already 11 or 12 Takamon volumes since by the time of August of 2020. Um, the manga has already sold over 100,000 copies in print and was translated into English, French, Chinese, Korean, Thai, and Brazilian Portuguese. Um, Kodansha, Kodansha USA, has also released chapters of the series on digital platforms such as Crunchyroll Manga, Amazon Kindle, and Comicsology. Um, like I said, there's no doubt that this that the series has some popularity and a, a popularity that will get stronger, especially by the time when this anime starts to roll around. But is it? But is it good? I'll let you guys know. This series is a pleasant surprise to the fans who are a bit miffed uh, with how Fairy Tale ended. Uh, but Even Zero kind of embraces the hallmarks of a typical hero's quest. Um, Shiki, uh, the main lead, hitchhikes, hitchhikes a spaceship away from the only place he has known uh, as home to explore the world. Um, the lukewarm start is just really the beginning, uh, but it's well paced in its initial out, you know, outing and pays off with some multiple twists revealed at the end of the chapters. Uh, but we're with Rebecca, who was initially introduced as a character to introduce the hero to the world, adds a little more depth to the universe of Eden Zero. And then we have Happy the Cat, you know, access our lovable blue cat adds the comedy relief throughout the series um comedy is pretty sparse in this manga i will have to say and it could do with some more humorous commentary but you know i know but i could tell he's really trying to set this one apart from rave master and fairy tale uh, but after fairy tale ended many many manga fans were let down but it couldn't be helped as mashima had been on a tight deadline to complete the series uh once and for all at the time but even Zero, in comparison, has a well-structured plot in place. He doesn't have, I believe, there's not a lot of pressure on his back. Um, I think, honestly, because it hasn't been hitting the the amount of critical and fan-wide acclaim, like like Rave Master and especially Fairy Tale. So I think he's gives him time to actually plot out probably <laughs> a plot um, to his liking and kind of develop things in his own in his own unique way. Uh, all the events are really have been carefully planned to some of the tiniest detail, which which I don't think people give Hero credit for, uh, and can, you really can't blame him because Fairy Tale didn't really do that um, all too often. It was very seldom when he would have things, little details like that be planned out like that, um, and it was almost akin to Oda. Like I said, Eden Zero has uh, they they pay dangerously close to attention to detail. Um, and it's also, like I said, like I said, also set it further apart. It's also just a little bit darker, just a little heavier themed than his, his other two, uh, his previous works. Um, and this is really, I think he's, and this is kind of like, like I said, I love sports and I love manga. Sports, anime, manga. I love sports just as much as I love anime and manga. And so I do a lot of those comparisons. So I'm sorry for those guys who hate sports. But here on Mashima, it's kind of like, mm, you know what? If you guys know Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, wing wing guard for for the for the Miami Heat right now, always known as the guy who he was good, talented. Didn't know he could work well with others. Didn't know if he was a good leader. Didn't know if he could pull a team to get you know you know to get far into the playoffs. Hero Mashman was was known as just hey man, he just draws sexy women with a very thin plot and blah 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 friendship wins all right but with even zero and like jimmy butler you put the right pieces around jimmy butler you put you give hero mashima some time give him and give him the tools to work with a lot not a lot of pressure on his back this man could do some work because this manga really accentuates that hero mashima is actually a, is a very good writer not just a simple good writer but i think he's a very good one um and he's just improving one panel at a time which is crazy i, I think we don't give a lot of artists and a lot of writers just credit that um, that they, after work, that that's just not a static piece. Um, that whenever their next work or if they write for something else, draw for something, that they can't, they have the ability to improve. And I think here on we're actually seeing him improve on the Eden Zero's manga. Uh, but with all this talk with, about Fairy Tale with Eden Zero, do they have any link with each other? Well, there is no real interconnection between the two series. Um, three of Mashima's works have shared universes before. And some elements of Rave Master and Fairy Tale could, you know, can be found in Eden Zero. 
Um, and the world in the series is reminiscent of fairy tale in terms of the characters, obviously, but it's in a completely different sci-fi fantasy. Um, there is zero relation outside of this, but the plot, the plot is, well, Shiki is a human ether gear who user who lives among robots on a planet called uh, Grand Bell, a deserted theme park world in the Sakura Cosmos, which I always like that name. Uh, one day, the planet is visited by two space-traveling um, B-Cubers, kind of like YouTubers, Rebecca and her cat companion, Happy. Um, humans haven't visited Grand Bell in over a century, and Shiki befriends them while making videos for the Ano Neko channel. Um, Shiki learns that he's been living on a separate planet from the rest of the universe. Together, they set out to learn the secrets of the galaxy and the cosmos. Shiki soon finds that making friends may be a lot harder than, and even more important. Um, I already talked about some of the visuals and some of the promo they were talked about. Um, like I said, the key visual figures: Shiki, Rebecca, Happy, Justice, Ziggy the Cat, Happy. Um, and I can't wait till we get some some cool, you know, preview videos. I don't know if we'll get any at the end of this year. Like I said, we just got the news from last Saturday with with those visuals. Um, I don't know where we'll actually get any vi like video PV ones, preview videos. We might not get that until the until going into 2021, like at January or February, something like that. Something in the maybe the, something to end off the winter anime season. Um, but um, th there's no word. Like I said, I already talked about some of the staff. Um, So I, I, but I'm just for some speculation. Since Even Zero is a sci-fi fantasy anime uh, with the focus on teamwork and plot suspense, um, many many fans that feel that the theme song, similar to Snow Fairy, would be kind of apt for the anime. Um, but any in contrast, any good hype song uh, with an emotional voice would contrast pretty greatly with the show and increase the fans' interest. But um, but there's been a lot of fan expectations. Um, I was just thinking on Twitter, there's a lot of people saying, you know, what, look, hey, I'm part of the Eden Zeros fandom. Um, but you know, that like, we got the studio here, we got the people who's going to be working on it. I'm sure fans are even super excited to know that JC staff is going to be animating the series. And I think they're happy that they have a competent staff that's going to work with them, um, to put this interesting, low key, low flying manga um, and give it a, a solid adaptation. Uh, I remember a lot of people were believe, were thinking that A1 Pictures was just going to be the best bet um, since they've done Fairy Tale before. But the only reason why I'm not sure if I ever said it on one of the shows before, but I thought you know since they were focusing their attention on other shows at the time like Warlords of Sigdifria, Hypnosis Mike, I was thinking like they're already kind of doing a lot of things on their plate, and a lot of these studios take just a few episodes per anime season i didn't think that since this was going to be an april 2021 20 april 2021 show um and usually these studios kind of plan way way ahead so i didn't think a1 was going to be um in the running for this one um but you know others worry that with so much pressure on this new series uh, if it turned out just the, the tiniest bit average you know haters would bash it on the internet for months to come but according to some and according to me it's just better to go in blind just have keep your expectations a little tempered and just enjoy the show's mysteries um that, that's all i gotta say about you though i'm just super excited i just really wanted to start the show just with that because look i think it's gonna be great um, and I hope you guys watch it. And I might have to, I'm definitely going to review it at some point. I'm definitely going to review that first season. Because uh, I think people are going to dig it. Um, but that's enough with Eden Zero. Because on the other half of the show, I have um, three chapters from Weekly Shonen Jump that I'm going to present to you guys and review um, on the other on the other half after some ads, a little bit of music. Because, and trust me, look, look, I've done a lot of Chainsaw Man. I'll bring some other stuff. I'm going to be bringing something a little bit different this week um stick around get a snack get a water and i'll be i'll catch you on the other side in just a few seconds y'all let me just be real with you guys when you think of anime you think of crunch roll when you think of food delivered real fast you think of postmates 
So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of, or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place all you have to do is just download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started hey yo what's up and welcome back welcome back you reached the second half of weebcast the number one anime show on the internet and get ready get ready for some more sweet juicy succulent manga discussion uh coming at you in a few seconds um hope you enjoyed the first half where i talked about eden zero and just give you my thoughts just in relation with hiromashima where where i think how his talent is really shining with eden zero um the upcoming anime gave a little bit thoughts about my manga really kind of kept it really concise but um don't worry in the future i will be talking about more eden zero um as we get closer and closer to the launch of the anime next year, uh, don't worry. Uh, I'll probably be talking a little bit. About, I'll probably do a, like a manga catch up. Talk about my favorite things. Give a nice little review overview of the manga as we head closer um, to the release date of the anime. But for right now, um, if you haven't, if you haven't already, make sure if you love what you've been hearing, not only in this episode, but in uh the podcast the podcast show in general make sure you support the podcast officially on patreon at patreon.com forward slash weebcast show and follow me on twitter at base senpai and on instagram at weebcast tv but now we reach the moment for the weekly manga corner yes indeed yes it's the weekly manga corner and it's back baby i love it each and every week I'll come at you with like three chapters of what's worth your time and what's not worth your time in the latest weekly Shonen Jump magazine. Um, look, it's the ending of a week and it can only mean one thing. It's time for the new weekly manga corner with your boy, Chris Shueisha's legendary manga magazine has been releasing every week for over 50 years at this point and it still has enough exciting series in his roster to justify its hollowed status. Plus, with Viz Media now publishing the entire thing in English, there's never really been a better time to jump right in. And in this uh, episode, I will investigate the latest and the greatest in the world of Weekly Shonen Jump, telling you what's worth your time and what's not. This week, I have Mission uh, Yosek Kurta Family, Chapter 52, Dr. Stone, Chapter 167, Chainsaw Man, Chapter 86. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um... But Demon Slayer, before I get into the chapter, the three chapters, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba fans, you are, you can finally do a spin, do a jump, rejoice, do your little happy dance, um, because that Rengoku prequel manga that, uh, that I talked about, I don't know if I talked about it last week or a few weeks ago, um, will be coming to the main weekly Shonen Jump magazine, uh, and likewise, probably the Shonen Jump and Manga Plus, um. And if you thought that series was done for now, now that the manga has ended, think again. Uh, but in other news, One Piece seems to have a tough time lately with an apparent two-week hiatus, seemingly putting the brakes on Iichiro Oda's plans to reach chapter 1000 by the end of the year. Um, nah, shame, right? But at least we have this week's manga to keep us company, so let's get right into it with Mission Yozakura Family Chapter 50. Uh, and to be honest the fact that i'm talking about chapter 52 of mission yozakura family right now is probably a little bit unexpected because when the series first launched i wasn't really sure that it was able to stick around for the long term but i appear to have been proven wrong so not only has hitsui gundata spy series recently celebrated its first anniversary in weekly shonen jump it is also selling surprisingly well 
seemingly finding an audience among young readers. Uh, but in light of this, you know, I, I've been searching for a reason for a while to spotlight a chapter of Yusuke Kuroda for a, for a few weeks now. True, I did speak about chapter 51 last week, but that wasn't in much detail. Mission Yosakura Family Chapter 52, however, provides this opportunity to focus on it a little bit more on what makes this series so compelling, and that is family. Immediately upon reading uh, Chapter 52, my eyes were drawn to the bottom left corner. Uh, Yosakura Hot Spring Story Part 1. It read, in my emphasis, at this first at first glance, it would appear that all you know this would appear all the appear to address all the problems that I've had with the series, um, and more an over reliance on introducing new characters as well as an episodic mission format. But it's almost as if Hitsuhiko's daughter listens to the podcast. But you know, as if. In any case, <laughs> Mission Yosakura Family Chapter Fifty Two is indeed the first part of a multi chapter story that sees the entire family, minus Kyochiro, head out on a family vacation. And just as I thought, it works incredibly well. And not only do we get to spend some wholesome family time with the Yosakuras, we also get enough time to take in the concept and the setting. Particularly effective in this double spread, as the cover image of this uh, uh, of the chapter uh, which kind of shows the family coming face to face with their own notoriety. And of course, the story takes on special meaning in its current circumstances, as many of them really can't go on vacation due to the virus. But for me personally, I have many, many, many uh, fond memories on, of traveling with family and friends. Um, so, Mission, the Mission Knows Dakota Family Chapter 52 kind of makes me a little bit nostalgic for those days. And even though I'm confident they'll return soon enough. Um, but in Mission Knows Dakota Family Chapter 2, isn't really, isn't all wholesome family fun, however. Because it closes out on a raunchy suggestion uh, from Mitsumi that she and Tayo, quote unquote, take a bath together. And going directly against Kyocho's warning before he went off on his mission. Clearly, this has something to do with the hint that Futaba dropped uh, earlier, saying, are you going to tell Tayo about that? Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what kind of happens uh, with that. But for now, Mission Yosakura Family Chapter 2 hits upon all the series' biggest strengths, wholesome family bonding, and interesting core romance and spy-themed shenanigans. Not only covered here is the fact that the entire hotel uh, where the family is staying at is stuffed full of spy-themed eccentricities, such as the Infernal Sauna. Uh, I left off, I'm pretty sure I left off last week on the Weekly Manga Corner by expressing my hopes that this manga would continue to learn the lessons of previous arcs and embrace what really makes it compelling. For all intents and purposes, Chapter 52 seems to have done just that, and whether or not this will continue in the long term kind of remains to be seen here. But one of the beautiful things about serialized storytelling is that things can change at any given time. So I still hold out hope for Mission Jules the Curta Family can get much, much better. Now, Dr. Stone, Chapter 167. Dr. Stone, on the other hand, is one series that needs no improvement and needs no introduction. Even though I kind of did give it one, I guess. But it has already long since been one of my favorite series in Weekly Shonen Jump and has been going from strength to strength to strength as of late with the newest arc. Dr. Stone, Chapter 167, is no exception here. Even though it is seemingly the conclusion of a long-running battle, it is also the perfect encapsulation of what makes this series so damn great, sending shivers down my spine in the process. Last time we checked with Dr. Stone, Chrome was digging a massive tunnel to Dr. Zeno's hideout in order to take the nefarious villain by surprise. Uh, and in Dr. Stone chapters 167, he really he finally succeeds. He, we see him bursting out of underground with Tsukasa and Kohaku in tow. Uh, but unfortunately, some of the details of the subsequent castle takeover are lost as a result of the paneling 
and both cheese long since preferred the verticality the vert you know the vertical the long vertical shots and the visual style over the straightforward imagery uh, which which comes back to haunt him every now and again particularly what follows the above uh, the panel that I'm talking about um, it's kind of hard it's somewhat hard to parse the art gets smaller and smaller and the actual mechanics of how the kingdom science the kingdom of science managed to capture Zeno is kind of lost in translation here still I'd prefer a little experimentation over the same old same old but the scene between Chrome and Zeno in the collapsed tunnel is where Dr. Stone chapter 167 really shines because in typical villain fashion Zeno makes an appeal to Chrome's scientific nature to join him saying join me and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son but chrome refuses and saying that there are different strokes for different folks um, and this is it i mean this is the type of positive scientific optimism that really makes me like dr stone so much and it actually sent some shivers down my spine there's not many manga that can really do that for me but dr stone managed to do it on a almost regular basis it seems like especially recently and moving on to Zeno's pessimistic view of the rest of humanity was already pretty obvious, kind of thanks to the reveal of his backstory all the way back in chapter 156, I believe. But in this chapter, Dr. Stone chapter 167, just really hammers home um, either, even further, saying that worthless concepts such as ethics, morals, politics held back humanity from truly progressing. And Zeno kind of makes the case for an immoral science freed from the shackles of a kind of a wider society. And the only question is, for whom? There is no such thing as true science in the cl- in, in class society. It always benefits one group or another. But in this sense, Zeno is kind of railing against the limits of capitalism here. Like, but, it, but probably doesn't really realize it. Um, but heck. Richardo Inagaki probably doesn't even realize it himself, but in contrast um, to this stands Chrome. In reality, the mouthpiece for Senku. Senku's philosophy is different as it takes a longer view, seeing how humanity has developed from nothing, but from simple apes to the types of beings who can send someone into outer space. But armed with the more long-term view, Senku can be much more optimistic that humanity can, can overcome whatever challenges lay ahead of it, whether it be climate change, mass extinction, restarting civilization from scratch in the stone world. Uh, but to be honest, I, I have a lot more thoughts on this, but we're straying a little too far from Dr. Stone, chapter 167 itself. But suffice to say, this is a brilliant, another brilliant chapter. And look forward to more on the ideological and philosophical conflict between Senku and Zeno in a probably a further Dr. Stone episode. And if I do that, I'm going to have to bring back um, a guest of mine when I did a when we talked about Dr. Stone theories. Um, I might have to do that if we do that. But don't, don't let me forget, guys. Don't let me forget. But let's get on to the third and final chapter of the weekly manga corner. And of course... Finally, we've come to Chainsaw Man, Chapter 86. Once again, Tatsuki Fujimoto series is dominating the proceedings by returning for what is now, I think, the fourth straight week I've talked about Chainsaw Man and the weekly manga corner. Uh, and I can't help it. There's too many amazing things are happening that deserve to be talked about. Say what you will about last week, but... Chapter 85 of Chainsaw Man was undoubtedly more experimentation than actual plot development. Uh, the great thing about serialized storytelling, be it in a manga magazine or a TV show, is that you can take time to explore the relationships between certain characters on a particular concept. Some of my favorite you know, episodes of Star Trek even do exactly that, but Nevertheless, Chainsaw Man Chapter 86 consists much of a more balanced combination of this narrative experimentation and plot progression, revealing some important things along the way. Um, But first, Tatsuki Fujimoto just couldn't help himself 
and bringing Kobeni back for just one more round of devil-themed harassment. Chainsaw Man Chapter 86 opens up with Denji, or is it Pochita? Remembering that he wanted to go on a date with a girl so bad. And I put in a quote, because I'm pretty sure that was a direct quote there. And deciding that Kobeni would do. So coiling her in an in intestine, he takes her to an ice cream truck and then the game center. You know, a date to remember. But but not one that Kobeni will do so with any fondness. Because perhaps the most important part of Chainsaw Man Chapter 86 here is, however, is at the very end. Not only does Makuma return, exactly as I predicted last week, but you know, no surprises there. So too do some of our favorite dearly departed characters, Katana Man, Kwansi, Reese. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie here. As soon as I recognized Reese specifically in the background, I let out a, a massive cry of joy and immediately took, and I'm pretty sure I tweeted about it, uh, which you can find on, on Base Senpai on Twitter. Um, to just to share my thoughts. The Bomb Girl arc is still one of my favorite parts of the series thus far, and I read it far too many times in the Denji X Reeks fan comics in the past few months that it had to be a little to be at least a little invested in their relationship. But so while I'll, I doubt they'll actually end up together, it's still good to see uh, the best ship back on screen or back on paper, back on digital. In any case, speaking of my favorites, my favorite character may or may not be back. Kind of. You know, while it's, hard, it's kind of hard to tell from the looks alone, some of the new characters introduced along Makima's return look very much like alternate versions of Aki and the Angel Devil. My favorite character. One theory I've heard is that the personalities may have been mixed up alongside their designs and subtle cues such as the way they... Uh, the way that the angel lookalike wears their jacket certainly do echo the character's lack of arms. Even so, we'll just have to wait and kind of see on that. But the introduction of the new characters, along with Makama's return, suggests that Chainsaw Man may be continuing for a good while yet. Some of the criticism um, levied at Chapter 85 was that it put the brakes on a plot that was quickly losing many of its reasons for progression. But revising... You know, reversing some of the series' character death may put some gas back in this tank. So, plus we all know what, you know, we knew that this was going to happen eventually at some point, right? But you can read Mission of Zakura Family, Chapter 52, Dr. Stone, Chapter 167, and Chainsaw Man, Chapter 86, for free on the Viz Media Shonen Jump app. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in for the weekly manga quarter for this week. Um, yeah, no echo on that one. Um, I don't want to play out. I don't want to play it out so much, right? You know, I, 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 I want it to be special when I pull it out, you know? I don't want to just have the echo just, you know, come in and come out out of nowhere. I want it to be a little bit, you know, um, special. All right, cool, cool. All right, we'll do it again. I'm not going to do it again. That was the last one. That was the last one. But, but seriously, thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of Weepcast. Um, hope you enjoyed the Eden Zero discussion. I really hope you enjoyed the weekly manga corner with me talking about Chainsaw Man for the fourth straight week. Uh, look, uh, when I do these weekly manga corners, I try to pick the three best chapters that I think that I can pull out a good topic or a good discussion from. And these last four, in this last month or so, Chainsaw Man has been not if one of the greatest works in Shonen Jump right now, currently in its roster, and um, it's really hard not to. Pull, it, pull the latest chapter of Chainsaw Man. So we'll see next week uh, when these when their chapters when the uh, new Shonen Jump chapters come out on um, Sunday, I believe Sunday and Monday. Uh, and then we'll see what I pull. I'll try to pull off something new. We'll, we'll see, but um, no, no no promises. <laughs> no promises there. But uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Weebcast. Um, next week I have. Actually, let me check on the docket. I'm, I'm going to check for you uh, what I got. So, like I said, uh, mid, I think, well, near the, as we move closer to Halloween, I'm going to have the Tokyo Ghoul retrospective episode coming at you. It's all set up. It's all good. I'm um, really excited for you guys to hear that. Uh, but next week, 
and then the week after because i think i'm splitting my fall anime 2020 preview into two parts so next week you'll get part one of my fall anime 2020 preview um so that's really really exciting and i know some of the animes if you're listening to this right now on a friday afternoon but you know you can listen to these on early if you pledge to the patreon you can get these episodes ad free and uh two days early so make sure you guys do that but um when you're listening to this the first day or two of uh fall anime have already premiered so um which and i understand that uh but still i still want to do a preview before i get to start watching any of this fall anime and trying to dig deep into what i think is going to be worth watching and what's not but i won't spend too much time in that here because i'm gonna have to I'll, I'll let you guys um head out but make be on the lookout for next week because i'm doing my fall anime preview for the next two weeks there um and then after that week it's probably the tokyo ghoul retrospective and what else what else i got what else i got coming up um oh one more thing one more thing um doing a special twitter instagram q a as well probably right after the tokyo ghoul episode where i'll probably put up a just a open-ended question i'll take questions answers all that kind of good stuff on anime you want your most pressing anime question answered weebcast will get it answered for you uh it's gonna be opinionated it's gonna be off the wall it's gonna be real funny really be really entertaining so give me your best anime question thought or whatever and i will talk about it answer it, whatever the case may be any special um kind of weebcast q a kind of thing doing here but that's all for me here um as i see the time running i got the production team in my corner of my eye telling me saying oh, let's wrap it on. Let's, let's come on Chris. let's wrap it up speed up but um and that's exactly what i'm gonna do thank you for allowing my voice into your ears and into your homes this is seed up from weebcast the number one anime show on the internet about to hit the race hit the dash i'm out of 3000 see you